Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Bonjour. Je m'appelle Jason. Oui, oui. Tu m'appelle um, Tyler. Uh, yo, yo estoy Tyler. <laughs> I think. Tu estoy Jason? Si, si. Um, comme si, comme ça? Mama say, mama say, mama. <laughs> <laughs> Today is uh, May 24th, 2019. Today we were talking about, we got, a, we got a trendy topic for you today. We got a big topic. Trying something a little different. Mixing it up. You know, it's graduation season for most, at least around us. And we're going to talk about high school. You know, we're going to relive our high school memories, whether or not. Just a little flashback. A little flashback, whether or not it prepared us, you know, just just some. In, we didn't have, we haven't had a deep talk with the listeners. And I think the listeners need to get deep with us, Ty. We're going to sit down and have a nice in-depth conversation. Exactly. But before that, we're doing our weekly baseball talk. We got to talk some sports. We can't leave baseball out of here. So, Yeah. Let's get into the show. I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! Alrighty, baseball. America's pastime. Big day today. We had a, uh, a record in the StatCast era, Jason. Really? Mm hmm. What? It involved the Angels. And okay. for the first time ever, um, 
the Twins hit, I think it was the most 400-plus-foot home runs in a game. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, they hit like seven. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I also saw the Twins were the first team to have like five games, or the quickest team ever to have like five, a certain amount of games with five home runs. That sounds about right. We so, got shelled. Matt Harvey let up four. Matt Harvey, your lord and savior. Um, Quick little fun stat. 7.5 ERA. Fun stat for the listeners. Um, So if we look at the pitchers in baseball with a minimum of 40 innings pitched. 40 innings pitched. The worst ERAs in baseball this season. Number one, Zach Galladay with a 7.9. Number two, Matt Harvey. Derek Holland, Ivanova, David Hess, and then Trevor Cahill with a 6.4. We have two out of the top six worst starting pitchers in baseball. That's real rough. And that's not even starting pitchers because some of those guys are in the bullpen now because they're like, hey, these guys can't pitch good as a starter. That's rough. It's almost like signing a guy who made an all-star team five years ago, six years ago. Hasn't really been the same since. Is probably a bad idea. You might have thought about that, you know? You know. Kind of predictable. For $20 million to have two pitchers with the top six worst ERA. <laughs> $20 million. Holy shit. That's really heartbreaking. Insane. Really heartbreaking. Andrelton Simmons is out a couple months. It's months? Yeah, it's months. Oh, it was a wow. grade three ankle sprain. Uh, Shohei got hit in his ring finger. Yeah, he was back the next day, though. Do you like it? Then you should have put a ring on it. Ooh. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Does that injury scare worry you about Otani bringing him back, though? Because while he might not have got hurt then, he could get hurt. He could get hurt, but Mike Trout could get hurt every at-bat, and we still let him play even though we're not going to do anything this season. But Mike Trout's not coming back from Tommy John surgery. So? I'm not worried about the Tommy John with Otani. He's got a giant elbow guard on. If he starts having discomfort, they'll shut him down because we're not making the well, fucking playoffs at this rate. I would hope they would shut him down. It's the Angels we're talking about. Common sense would say yes, but again, it's the Angels. Shout out to, um, I don't remember their names. I should probably look. You know... A week or two ago, I think it was two weeks ago, I retired from Twitter debates. <laughs> I was going to bring this up. I'm glad you brought it up. I retired. You know, I hung the boots up. I went and lived on a farm, and I was just debate free. And for a while, I was doing good. I wasn't debating with anyone, especially no Dodger debates. And then the last thing I ever expected myself to get into, a, a debate about the Los Angeles Angels. It was beautiful. A debate where I was kind of arguing for the Angels in a sense, and me and Tyler actually agreed, so we weren't disagreeing with each other. It was a uh, Talking Halos at Talking Halos. Yeah, so shout out Talking Halos. We'll probably tweet you on our uh, podcast yeah, account. Go, go and give them a listen. They they had um, ideas. I didn't agree with them, but they had ideas. Definitely felt like they were trying to bait me to get on their podcast. They said it like six times in a row, and you ignored it. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was just like let's talk about it on the pod. Let's talk about it on the pod. That's the second time they've tweeted me. I'm, I'm actually, and I would have hopped on, and I would have, I was open to bait. I think it would be real fun if we sat down with them, recorded an episode, like an interview against them, just debating, and then each of us get a copy of it for our podcast. Yeah. A little pod-on-pod debate going on. That I would be down for that. We'd have to get together with them, but the debate was about whether or not the the, the Angels should sign a Dallas Keuchel, and I, you know, I think they should. They did not think they should, and their reasoning wasn't that good. And upon reflection, they actually had a pretty good case to make for not signing Keichel yet they could have waited till the MLB draft not lost a compensatory pick and then signed him but I agree with that yeah but that wasn't really their reasoning I mean they I think they said it they once, mentioned it but yeah it but was a like, lot of it was other stuff um 
I, I just their, their main premise was not the compensatory pick. Yeah, and they were doubtful of it. And it's like when we have two starters who have again top six worst ERAs in all of baseball right now. Mm-hmm. Two in our starting rotation and a pretty decent offense. Relatively good. I mean, Simmons is out. He was one of our key hitters, but Upton's going to come back in I think less than a month. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> Like that's been his status all season, less than a month. <laughs> no, <laughs> but either way, we, you know our team is hitting good. Our offense is fine. Otani's back; he's doing good. We have Mike Trout doing Mike Trout things. We've had a, a couple of fucking breakout stars with Tommy Thomas Stella. Hit a grand slam today too. He has like thirteen home runs on the season now. Wow, absolutely insane. David Fletcher's done good for us. Um, Chris Goodwin. Wait, is it now Tommy Lastella's team? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just. We've been doing good, and our, our weak spot is the pitching. Now, I understand waiting and seeing. Yeah. However, when you have a pressing need and you've shown a willingness to sign one-year contracts that aren't going to you know come back to bite you in the ass. And you have like $49 million, $45 million in luxury tax space. In one of the largest market teams, believe it or not. Everyone thinks the Angels are one of like a small market team. They have like top, I want to say five attendants. Well, when they're good. I don't know about this year. Well, I think last year even they had top five attendance. Let's look that up, Ty. I know 100% it's top 10. Continue. You know, we're not... Either way, it's a big market. Yeah. I'm not debating you on and that. And the Orange County area and everything, like, they're going to get money and everything. Why not Yeah, sign? they're sixth this year. That's, that's what I'm a, Oh, well, sixth in average. Yeah, that's surprising. Sixth in average for how bad we've been playing. I feel like every time I turn on the Angels, it's empty. It was... There was no one in the stands Maybe there's just the a weather. lot of rich people buying them and not going. I'm fine with it. Was that your laptop or mine? I think it was. Oh, it is mine. How likely are you to recommend this Windows 10 PC to a friend or colleague? <laughs> um, now not likely at all. <laughs> I don't understand why you wouldn't add a piece to build your team. And when we were having this debate with them over the weekend, I want Before to you was, continue, you know who's number one in attendance? Who? The Los Angeles Dodgers for like the 10th year in a row. I would think the Yankees. That's actually pretty good. It's because we hold like 56,000 people. Oh, that makes sense. It was a big stadium. Yeah. When we were having the debate, we were two and a half games out of the wild card spot. It was before the Simmons and Otani scares. But even now, even if you're a little farther, you're still one good run away from being back in it. You're still only saying. like and five still games under our, 500 literally or whatever it is. Three hitters coming back for the lineup. We've had a rookie who's shown like he has really good potential in the starting rotation so far. Griffin Canning. Yeah. We have Andrew Heaney coming back from the road, you know, from um, an injury. Yep. To add to the rotation, who he's probably going to slot in as one of our like our ace yeah. at the moment why not add Di- dallas Keuchel? why not take the chance yeah exactly sign him for a one-year deal like he's you know he's shown he's willing to do yeah add to the worst rotation in baseball and make your team competitive we have the offense the offensive pieces are there winning teams usually you know you can build up a team and everything but it takes standout seasons yeah by certain players when the angels back in 2014 were 98 game winners <laughs> eric ibar was near, damn near an all-star he hit like 300 yeah but like the only time in his career it takes yeah. good season we're not when you're those. the dodgers and you win six in west titles in a row we're getting those standout seasons that guys are you know career seasons for multiple players yeah now is the time that if you have the piece right there that's readily available go and fucking sign him well, yeah, and that was my point is they're not going to be any worse than they are now. If you bring Keuchel in and he has a four ERA, that's still better than Matt Harvey and that's still better than... <laughs> still think it's the best He could still rotation. be an innings eater. He threw 200 innings last year. You know, innings eater, you know, that's still valuable. Um, not to mention this far into the season, it's probably not going to be as much of a contract as they're thinking it is because you're only paying for a fraction of yep. the season. Yep, and that was part of the debate is 
a weird oh i've never i've never heard this from a fan before and it's that the angels while they have 45 million dollars in luxury tax space that signing keichel would go over their internal budget and that they would not be making money if they signed keichel that's ridiculous i'm sorry that's a billion dollar sports franchise 15 million dollars is not going to be the difference between the angels being profitable this season and not being profitable this season and i get if they've stretched their budget enough already but as a fan for you for you as a fan to want your team to not be competitive but instead maintain their internal budget so your owner i can't think of his name right now Artie moreno Artie moreno so Artie moreno can have deeper pockets that's just absurd to me. As a fan, you should want them to win. You should not want ownership to have more money. And I understand it is a business and they have to run it that way. They can afford it. You know what I mean? They're a massive market team. 100%. And I mean, you just went and signed the biggest contract of all time. Yeah. Clearly, you want to spend money to win. Yeah. And it's, of course, these things you hear about them going over their budget, that's all stuff leaked by the front office. That's all stuff the team wants you to hear because if they're not winning, but they have all this luxury tax base, it's, oh, the budget. You know what I mean? It gives them a scapegoat. And, you know, and his point, too, was like, why do that if you're just going for the wild card? I think maybe the Angels don't know this because you guys haven't won a playoff game in 10 years. Hey, watch it. Playoff <laughs> experience is very, very valuable. Yeah, the Angels might not be World Series contenders with Dallas Keuchel. They might win a wild card game and, you know, lose in the ALDS. But getting that experience is valuable. Mike Trout has not. He's been in a playoff series, but it's been five years. Game. He doesn't know what it feels like to win in the playoffs. A lot of these younger guys can benefit from it. And then you suddenly get a culture in the team where people want to go. But instead, you know, you sit you just, as a middle-of-the-road team. That's that's the last place you want to be. Either bomb and get draft picks or make yourself competitive. And right now, they've put pieces in place for our offense to be competitive. Yeah. Add to the fucking rotation. It doesn't hurt long-term. And he used the argument about the farm system. It doesn't hurt the farm system at all. No, especially if you wait until after the draft and you don't lose a pick. Yeah, and it's like... The Angels have definitely have a better farm system than they had, but they're still not elite. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. way they were talking, they were kind of talking like they had the White Sox or the Padres. Like just trust the farm. Like you guys are still like bottom third of the league. Like I understand there's I think promising we're, guys we're closer towards the middle, middle now, but we have been going in the right direction. I will give them that. Um, as far as the farm system, yeah. But that doesn't mean anything if the team's still terrible. Yeah. Not only that, go out and sign Dallas Keuchel, who's a proven rotation arm. Yeah. You know? He can help the younger guys. Griffin Canning's coming up right now as a rookie, learning the ins and outs of pitching in the pros. Having a guy like Dallas Keuchel right there would be amazing. Yep. One of the things that I think really helped contribute to Mike Trout's success, having Torrey Hunter and Albert Pujols on the team with him. Yeah. Torrey Hunter's super experienced guy who played outfield and was one of his best friends when he was on the team. You know how much he learned from him and everything. Like It, it helps to have someone with that experience. I've met Torrey Hunter Jr. That's pretty bitching. I didn't really mean I just kind of like... Grabbed his bat for him. But. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think having someone like that in the rotation can help a lot. I think a lot of Garrett Richards, you know, he's had the injuries and everything. A lot of his success. He, <laughs> I lost my voice there. My voice has been going Wow, out. Tyler. A lot of his success. <laughs> Jared Weaver. <laughs> Jared Weaver was in the rotation to help him out. Yeah. And while it was on the end of Jared Weaver's career, he came in second in Cy Young you know, a couple of years before Richards debuted. Yeah. So, you know, you have a guy like that. It helps, you know, build up these young players, if anything. Not to mention, he's still competitive. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there is something that the team doesn't want. Like, maybe there is a, a pressing sign about Keichel. I think, honestly, I think what it is is Keichel entered the offseason with way too big of an asking price. And 
didn't lower it on time. And then by the time he did lower it, teams were like, hey, we don't want to waste a draft pick for you. We're two weeks in the season. We're going to wait till the draft. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Um, it probably is. And I would, I would agree with that point they made. But I think the biggest thing to come out of this is we got Jason back in having Twitter debates. I, I thought I was done, bro. I love it. I don't know. I went I, out to breakfast with Victoria. We were sitting down. We were having a nice little breakfast. You at me in a tweet. I did at you. And my fingers got ready to go, Jay. I was like, ooh, <laughs> let's do this. I Dude, it was a big Twitter thread, too. It was huge. Oh, you guys were going on for a minute before I joined in. And then oh, I, only, yeah. I only did a couple because, like I said, I was eating breakfast yeah. with my beautiful girlfriend. And I didn't want to be rude. I was, she, she got a little mad at me at first. And I was like, my bad. I got to prove some people wrong. Yeah. I was at work not doing anything. <laughs> so I was. I almost got in a political Twitter debate, but I shut it down right away. Someone tried. I think that's your that's your thing to do, Jay. You just you're so heavy into your debate experience. Be choosy. Be like that actor who's had a couple starring roles. <laughs> now he gets to play in his movies. Oh man, I feel like my Twitter debates are annoying. Are they not? They just they just crack me up. I love reading them. Are you gonna answer that <laughs> phone call? Yeah, we'll be right back. Do, 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 do. And we are back. Sorry about that. We're back now. Uh, Jason, I believe someone higher up. In the uh, the movie industry, was listening to the pod last week. Really? Because we were just we were oh just, we were okay just having a nice little talk here. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "Hey, man, let's, let's see some video game movies going on." Yep. Literally the day after that, Mortal Kombat movie in production for 2021. How does that make you feel? Real happy. I was already watching YouTube videos about possible casting. Oh my goodness! I was loving every second of it. Who's the Scorpion casting, they say? I don't remember. Who was uh, Liu Kang? Jackie Chan? No, I, don't, I also don't remember. <laughs> I actually don't remember any of them. The only one I remember is Chris Pat Pratt for Johnny Cage. Not sure how I feel about it. Who would you get to play Johnny Cage? Let me look up a picture of Johnny Cage so I have a, a fresh... He looks different in all the games and stuff. Well, like facial-wise. He's like a blonde dude. Me? I was thinking maybe... Ryan Reynolds would be funny. Zach Efron? Or is he too young? Zach Efron's actually a really good idea. I don't know how good he is with action. He did Baywatch. Yeah. If it's young Johnny Cage, they could do Zach Efron. I actually really like that. That was a good idea. Thanks, Ty. Yeah. They also said they wanted The Rock for something. I don't know what, but I was I've, like, that's a great idea. Well, every movie wants The Rock for something. <laughs> that's also true. Also, I didn't think they're going to be able to get Chris Pratt. Very Christian. Is he really? Yeah. Not sure how well that would work with the whole, let's rip someone's spine out on the big screen. Chris, I didn't know that about Chris Pratt. Christian Pratt. Oh. <laughs> Christopher Michael Pratt. That's his name. Yeah. Not sure how that would work. But yeah, they were listening to the pod. Ross Stripling also uh, started a podcast right after he was on our podcast. So I guess we're just the inspiration to many. People love us. You know. That's what I'm saying. Ross, if you're listening to this. Which I know you're not. <laughs> you got a busy life playing baseball. Maybe I'll send this to you. Maybe I'll maybe I'll text Ross Stripling. I'll be like, hey, we have a message for you at about 15 minutes. I think that's where we're at right now. Ross, if you're listening, we're coming to the Angel Dodger game. As noted last week when I gave Tyler his birthday present, come to the Angel Dodger game on uh, May, not May, June. June 11th at Angel Stadium. We're sitting row A on the Dodger side by the ball boy. We may or may not make shirts that say Ross Stripling, guys. Come give us a little what's up. Come give us a little what's up. Maybe take a picture. Maybe let me on the field. Maybe maybe we can play catch with you. <laughs> a little three-way catch if you're not pitching that. Well, you're in the bullpen. You don't know if you're... Well, you probably know if you're going to pitch that day, but... 
maybe we could just play catch on the field. At least we get a picture and maybe just like a little, we don't have to, it could be off the record. Just let us know that we inspired you to start your podcast. We won't tell anyone. We'll keep it secret. I just want you to come up and say hi to us or something so I can lean over to the random person sitting next to me and be like, hey, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, remember when we went to the Angels game in 2013 and Addison Reed was right there talking to his friends, like right next to us. And I we're like, we don't know this guy. We don't want his autograph. We went on to be like an all-star that year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Ross, uh, come on, man. Come see us. Good June stuff. 11th. Let us play catch on the field. Everybody loves listening to this podcast, Jason. Maybe some older experienced guys top their, you know, top of a movie studio, MLB player. Maybe we have some in the younger generation, Jason. Some that are still dealing with high school. Some who are graduating this week. Shout out Vince, our friend from Xbox. My sister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was probably the first person we should have <laughs> shouted out. Either way, we're going to do a little high school talk. I know, man. The, maybe the last thing people want to talk about, maybe the first thing. Some people peaked in high school. Some people had terrible high school experience. Some people miss it. Some people hated it. I know me and you personally had a blast. Had a blast. Um, definitely wouldn't say I peaked, which is good. I would agree you with that. You never want to peak in high no, school. No, that's definitely not good. But maybe I did. I don't know. My life has been up since then. I think my peak of my life right now is going to Disney World. That's pretty bitching. But this summer when I go to f- watch the Dodgers in Fenway. Hey, Ross, if you're still listening, I'll see you in Fenway. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that might be my new peak. Either way, there's a lot with high school, with graduating, moving on from high school. Starting your life. Becoming an adult. Becoming an adult. You know, I still had like four months until I actually became a real adult. When my first call, my first year of college, they, I forgot we had to sign a waiver for something, but since I wasn't 18, I was the only person in the class that had to take the paper home to my mom and get her to sign it. Nice. Yep. And they were like, you're only 17. I'm like, yep, I'm not 18 yet. That's rough. Yeah. It was a little embarrassing, but, but that's what happens when you graduate high school. I'll never forget that first Monday after high school where I woke up and was like, I have nothing to do. I don't remember it at all. I do. I had a job at the time, but still. <laughs> I remember graduation itself. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Um, a lot of memories. A whole lot of memories, Ty. You want to talk about our favorite memories from high school? We've talked about some memories before. Like I said, we're going to talk about memories. Maybe maybe shout out some of our favorite teachers. And then that's when we get deep, you know, how high school kind of actually prepares you for the real world. But we got to start nostalgic. Tyler, I know your list is way shorter than mine. So do you want me to start with our memories? My list consists of one thing. I'll start, Jason. Don't you worry about it. Okay. I think one of the staples of our high school experience, mm-hmm. at least the last two years of it. Absolutely. My Jeep Cherokee. You're 1990? 1990. About 200,000 miles on it. <sighs> with insane. a home entertainment center <laughs> set up in the back because it was bumping with them subs. And a boat horn. And a boat horn. Drilled onto the top of it where you could see the wires going through the top into my, you know, interior. We never got the bullhorns on it. Oh. I remember that was a goal of ours and we never did it. We, we missed opportunity. Yep. That Jeep, man. The memories, bro. You're the first one to drive. That's one of the things I never in drove school. in high school. You get your friend, the first friend who has the license, shit takes off from there. Oh, yeah. All the adventures, all the fun. Just you mobbing around. You trying to climb the hill. <laughs> trying to climb a hill in a two-wheel jeep with street tires <laughs> <laughs> thank god you didn't roll or flip or anything dude that could have been bad i'm a good driver i took i took care of it that could have been bad though 
There's just a whole lot going on with it, dude. But well, that Jeep, as far as memories we made in that Jeep. Do you have a singular Jeep moment that sticks out? I got a couple, um, some of which maybe we don't want to say in case the police are listening. Oh, okay. A little bit of alleged property damage. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe using eggs. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. We did that in the Kia, too, though. Well, we didn't do Kia. that. We heard of people who did it in the Kia. What Kia? Your your Kia. Your dad's Kia. Oh, we did do that. Allegedly did that. Allegedly. Especially if my dad's listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there's a good old time where Brandon threw the egg and it missed the window, blew up on the inside of the car, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, one time with Miko, we were getting ready to egg and... Uh, he threw the egg in the back window of the person. I think it was Troy's truck, Troy Van Valkenburg, or someone's truck. The window was open and threw the egg in their window. That's fucked up. I wasn't there for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, a very overlooked part that we don't talk about enough, airsofting in that Jeep. Oh, yeah. Air, we used to go out airsofting in the Ooh, desert. Load up the back of that Jeep with a bunch of airsoft guns, go out in the desert, and go zero dark 30. That was fun. That was real fun. I remember I got shot in the forehead once. That was we, bad. We wore safety glasses in case anyone. We did. Like, we actually did wear safety glasses. We were glasses. responsible. But man, was that a good time. It was a good time. We got Miko's mom to go buy us airsoft because we weren't 18 yet. Was it Miko who bought the goddamn compressed air one? Yeah. Dickhead. And, and then we, me and him were actually talking about that last week when we were golfing. Really? He was like, yeah, you guys would always bitch about mine. I'm like, dude, you bought a compressed <laughs> air one, like, and you never let one of us use it. He's like, yeah, because it's mine. I'm like, of course we're going to bitch about it. We had spring ones. He had compressed air. Yeah. Much more painful. You should have brought your freaking pellet gun and shot him. Remember when you shot me in the ass with your pellet gun in like middle school? I do. I do <laughs> remember that. I almost wanted to cry. <laughs> I have a few Jeep memories. Well, just one in particular. I remember one time he almost got in an accident on my street. Do you remember that? Nope. Lady was turning left into her driveway, and you got so impatient, you went to go around her on the left. She had her right blinker on. Allegedly. And Tyler almost got hit. I remember that. No, I don't think she had a right blinker on. I just think she had no blinker on, and you just right. wanted to pass she her. She just stopped, and she, you know, someone comes to the stop in the middle of the street. You're going to go around them. And well, I don't think it was a stop. I think she was still so moving. Maybe moral of the story, let's use our blinkers, everybody. <laughs> I can't really think of any... Like, super cool memories in the Jeep, honestly, now that we're talking it's about nothing it. nothing necessarily stand out. It was just every single night we were going out doing something, going to get Froyo. On weeknights, or week weekends. Weekends. Going out off-road, and especially during the summer. Oh, yeah. We we lived it up in the summertime. I remember, I don't care, I'm an adult now, so dad, you can hear this. Oh, okay. I used to go out, sneak out of my my house, get my Jeep, put it in neutral, Push it out to the street oh. in neutral and then start it. Go have a little bit of fun. I don't I don't think I was there for that those trips. You might not have been. Those might have been the Tyler Miko trips. They might the have been. The sneak out tricks. We had trips. Some, we had some fun times. And I was a good boy and stayed. Mom, I was a good boy. I never Mom, I have never snuck out of the house. You also had an alarm on your house that would like go off. That's not why I didn't sneak out of the house. I didn't sneak out of the house because I respect my parents. You know what? I loved my parents, but I enjoyed my high school time. <laughs> but Jason. your parents also gave you a room with a slider glass door to the front yard. <laughs> they did. And then they put a lock on the slider that I couldn't get to, but then never locked it. So they're asking for me to go out. <laughs> they were just trying to show they were trying. You know what? In the end, everything worked out. Great yeah, parents. 
we both have a great set of parents. Great set of parents. Uh, my list is pretty long. I'll start with ones that include you. Uh, Caterpillar Eyebrows from Miss Chambers' class. Oh, boy. Uh, watching a documentary, serious documentary, and this guy came on with the bushiest eyebrows I've ever seen in my life. I'm talking, they look like they're out of a cartoon. <coughs> and we just lost it in the middle of this serious documentary. Got in trouble. Very serious. Um, and that was the same class where I got in trouble and got put on an island away from you and Conrad. I think you've mentioned this in the pod, but yeah, it was literally like by himself in the corner of the class by Miss Chambers. Floating on an island. That was- she had a desk barrier. So I was on a desk. There was a one desk in between me and every other student. Yeah. <laughs> that was your uh, poor academic times, Ty. It was the only year. And I turned it around. You I'm did. smart enough I can slack off and still finish, you know, with a solid B. <laughs> uh, number two that included you, uh, we're going to go with a smaller one. We're going to go with uh, when our friend, I'm going I'm to send him the podcast, let him know we talked about him. Our friend Ben McDonald dressed up as Buzz Lightyear, our freshman year. <laughs> that was funny shit. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't know Ben, uh, he has big ears, and he wore like a skin-tight Buzz Lightyear like cap over his head. Yep, his ears stuck out, and like <laughs> it looked like he was bald. And we made some inappropriate jokes that we're not going to repeat now. Made some inappropriate jokes at the time. He just looked hilarious, like a 13-year-old kid wearing so funny a Buzz Lightyear costume that was probably like three sizes too small because ben loved his mediums i remember for his birthday freshman year i bought him extra 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 small t-shirts <laughs> he probably wore them <laughs> they were children's size <laughs> we also zip tied well we turned it inside out zip tied duct taped and then duct taped it to the top of the dugout roof zip tied all the zippers together yeah just clarify did that to ben's backpack wrote on the tape like got him from the freshman board Top of the dugout in the baseball field. It was beautiful. <laughs> the freshman board was uh, me, Tyler, Sebastian Torres, and uh, Jesse Nerio. It, we were just the farthest bench in the dugout, and we called ourselves the freshman board. Yeah, we basically elected ourselves to be in charge. No one else decided <laughs> fucking this. told the sophomores what to do. <laughs> and they listened for some reason. <laughs> the freshman board. That just shows if you establish yourself, oh, dude, you can was, get some power. That was great. And Ben was not part of the freshman board, and he was always so mad about it. Because Ben, ben was probably the best one out of he all of us. He was probably like team captain. At the time, we never admitted it. And Sebastian probably still won't admit it, admit it to this day. But he was probably the best yeah, out of all of us. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, but he wasn't part of the fucking he freshman He wasn't board. part of the freshman board. That will always haunt Ben for the rest Go of his life. Go pick up balls, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, the dollar bill with the fishing line freshman year. <laughs> Just fishing away at lunch pretty much how it sounds tied a dollar bill to a fishing line let it <laughs> lay on the floor and as people want to pick it up we'd pull it away from <laughs> <laughs> very much slapstick comedy going on there um i didn't write this but the time tyler got busted for zip ties and i didn't rat you out and you ratted yourself out yeah you're a good one you're gonna take one for the homie you're gonna do some time for me so we zip tied everyone's backpack junior year and finally someone snitched on tyler i think it was sophomore year it was probably both. Probably. No, yeah, sophomore year. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and someone's probably finally snitched on Tyler, and somehow I got caught for it, and they were like, who has the zip ties? I was like, I'm not telling you. It's like, okay, you can go talk to the principal. And I was like, I'm not telling them either. And they're like, all right, you can get suspended. I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'm not telling you who has the zip ties. What are you going to suspend me for? And then Tyler walks up like, I have the zip ties, and pretty much. Watching from a distance, making sure Jason was a real one. Like, is he going to snitch on me right now? I might have to beat his ass after school. <laughs> Turns out he was all right. I remember, too, we both had to speak to the principal, and I think you got, like, some dumb detention or something for, like, one day. I, did. I didn't get anything. I remember they just told me, like, you know, I know you're trying to be a good friend, but if we're trying to do something, you got to, you know, help us out. And I was like, sorry, I was just trying to be a good friend. Like, 
I didn't think it was a big deal. It's just zip ties. I would agree. Um, we stopped zip tying after that. Yeah, and I had no problem with that. I had this weird... I, I don't even know what it is. I wasn't popular, I would say, in high school. Mm-hmm. But I knew a couple people from every group. That's how I was, too. We've talked about this. I would agree. Like We knew some of the nerds. We were friends with everyone. We didn't judge. We played on the sports teams. We knew the jocks. We knew the ASB kids. Mm-hmm. I knew the potheads and the very bad kids. <laughs> I knew of them, yeah. I didn't really hang out with them or talk to them. Not as much. That was the one group, yeah. I hid drugs for someone one time. Wow. So that just wow. shows my, my range. Wow. Yeah. Big old jar of pot. <laughs> <laughs> I got asked in eighth grade, but I said no. Speaking of eighth grade, uh, this isn't high school talk, but when me and Tyler Villalobos instigated the fight between Troy and Brianna, and Tyler was standing on the table just pointing, oh, shit, oh, <laughs> shit. And then they brought us into the principal's office. We're like, we didn't instigate that fight. We don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> See, I never did that. That was another Tyler, not this Tyler. We legit went up to each girl like hey she's talking shit about you (laughs) so bad bro it was entertaining oh my god entertaining stuff um another one i'm gonna save this one for last because it's a it's a longer story um number two you don't know this at all conrad if you're listening you'll remember this uh the mario bros kid in in french class so there was this really good there was this really this kid who really knew his french he was really knew his french and he took it serious okay and every single time he'd get a question right in French Jeopardy, he would jump in the air and fist pump like he was punching a Mario block, dude. And me and Conrad lost it every single time he did it. Yes! And, like, punch the Mario block every time without fail, dude. It was, it was quality entertainment. I know um, PE sophomore year. So freshman year, we had baseball PE. They switched coaches and everything, and we had to go into just normal PE, yeah. and we had baseball after school. Um, me, Sebastian, and then it was our friends Troy and Morgan. So we had two baseball players, two softball players. Okay. We all got put into like the normal PE class. All mm-hmm. the coaches knew we played sports and everything. They are PE teachers. I will never forget how much fun we had in that fucking PE <laughs> class because we were by far like everyone else was like, you know, the Cholo kids who didn't want to try and everything. Yeah. And they knew we were the athletes expecting us to stand out. And we would finish last in every single race, not trying. They'd be like, all right, you guys got to do 10-minute mile. We would finish with like a 950 mile. <laughs> like, dude, we work out after school. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, um, just great times. Yeah, speaking of PE that year, I had first period PE, which actually was actually pretty cool. A lot of people dread it, but I loved it. Um, one time in first period PE where uh, Conrad... <laughs> I have two funny Conrad stories. So this one, we are playing soccer, and he's all excited to play soccer, you know, because we're in our FIFA stage. He kicks off. You know, he's the first guy to kick the ball off, running upfield, all excited and everything. Remember Matty Jackson, the huge kid? I think I remember this, yeah. Matty Jackson runs up, kicks the ball as hard as he can, straight <laughs> off Conrad's face, dude. Like Ed, Ed, and Eddie, slapstick humor. Fucking Conrad's nose is just dripping blood, and like it, me and Ruben were dying of laughter, dude. Maddie Jackson was at least six foot six. That's not the only encounter that Conrad had with Maddie Jackson. Oh boy! Wait, <laughs> in football, Conrad didn't even have the ball. Dude, Conrad didn't even have the ball, right? And he was running 
like it was the kickoff. So Conrad's team, me and Ruben weren't playing for some reason. I don't know why, <laughs> but Conrad's team was running the ball back. Like after the first kickoff of the game and Conrad's just running up, you know, trying to block someone. And Maddie Jackson comes from the side, blindsides him and does one of those hits where Conrad's whole body just flings in the air, <laughs> dude, like slow motion. It was so funny. Dude. Oh, that's tough, man. Oh my God. That PE was so fun, dude. I'll never forget. We had a away game for baseball. And uh, all of us went after school. We were chilling at the basketball courts, waiting for the the, uh, bus to show up to take us. And we had the great idea to uh, play some basketball before we left to play our baseball game. (laughs) So we had a full pickup game, 10 people running full court basketball. I had all of our baseball bags sitting in the side. We're all playing basketball. We go to that game and just get fucking smashed on. Yep. Again, Ben. Pitched that game, pitched terribly, just got lit up. Yep. No one could hit. Everyone was dead. And we got our asses chewed out on the bus on the way home for just playing basketball before thinking it was a good idea. Yep. Never forget that. (laughs) I'll never forget the rap battles. They weren't even rap. They were just like roasts. So it'd be like a two, three line rap. Like it'd be, you know, Tyler so whack. He licks, you know, my sack or something. (laughs) Like it was something dumb like that. But I remember I was actually pretty good at it, and people were always like, oh, Jason, oh, and then we got in trouble for that. And uh, I will say there was a lot of, as far as, you know, being in high school, even if you're not that good at a sport, but you can make a team, there is so much, commo- like, what is it, camaraderie? Camaraderie. Com- camaraderie. Camaraderie. Either way. <laughs> Going on those bus rides and just hanging out and having a good time, dude, you become part of the fucking group, and it's just so much fun. Do you remember when our, our tire broke in Hemet? I do remember that. And I, I'll never forget. I, I forgot who I was sitting next to. I just said I never forget. But the tire broke, and it was like, doof, doof, doof. And they started beatboxing. They were like, Jason, <laughs> get it, or whatever. And then Reber came back and yelled at me because Reber told us, like, oh, be serious, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then the freaking tire blows, and they're like, Jason, get it. And he comes and yells at me, even though I didn't do anything. It was a sick beat ready for you, bro. It's, just, it's just great time. I forgot about that basketball, dude. That was funny. Speaking of baseball, uh, the first time I met Miko was on made my list. Miko, I love you, buddy. I'll never forget it. Ben was kissing his ass, kissing his ass because Miko Sounds just like came ben. from Oak Hills. <laughs> and I remember I, I went up to Miko. I was like, "Hey, sorry, Ben's kissing your ass so much." Blah blah blah. And then I was like, "Hey, can you throw a BP for me in the cage?" And Miko's like, "Yeah, Miko's throwing me BP. First time I ever met him. Line drive back off his arm, dude, and he has to stop throwing BP. I'm pretty sure he had to sit out the rest of the practice. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, first time I met Miko. You're dick. And then me and Miko became really close because he was the first person I knew that drove, and he drove me to go get Subway once, and I was like, dude, this is amazing. Like, oh my god. So you became friends with Miko, and that's kind of like he was on the team, but I didn't really talk to him. And then you guys were friends, yeah. so I started talking to him and stuff." And then we had a game not too far after that, and Miko drove to the game. That was at Asperia, and in it, his old red Jeep. In his old, I think it was a 1970s Jeep. <laughs> like, a, it was a Wrangler, right? I yeah, think. it was like World War II level Jeep right there. <laughs> um, and we had a game, and you were all pissed off because he agreed to take me and two other people. Brian Dallas and Zach Bowers. Yep. Not even part of the freaking friend group, dude. Yep, and he agreed to take us, and you had to go ride the bus or ride with someone else. Rode the bus. On the way to that game, Miku makes a wrong turn. We go down a side street. We get stuck where a bus is, like, dropping kids off, and we see these little two little kids get in each other's face and just start swinging <laughs> on each other on the side of the road, and it was the funniest thing ever, dude. I mean, they just start wailing. One kid smacked the kid square in the face, and like literally, Miko's Jeep didn't have a roof on it, so we're just sitting there looking right next to us, like, oh shit, <laughs> man. I wish I was there for that. 
I can't believe you took Brian Dallas and nothing against Brian Dallas and Zach Bowers. They were good guys, but they weren't part of our friend group. So we don't talk to them anymore. We're hanging out with Miko this weekend. Yeah, hanging out with them in two days. So, all right, and these two include you, Ty. I have a New Year's from 2015. We might oh, have talked about this on boy. the pod. I think I believe we did. Um, pick up football game in the front yard. Pick up football game. You know, we almost get in a fight with my now girlfriend Riley, her younger brother Jake. Because he was being a jerk to little kids and like pushing them around. So we were being a jerk to him back. And then he started being like a super jerk to us. And then we almost fought him. We were Team Iggy at the time. IGGY with our name in bold. What do you mean at the time, Jay? We still are. To this day. We go back. We sit in the coos. Riley's texting us. How could you do this? All mad at me. Because I'm friends with her at this time still. Oh, yeah. I was about to beat her little brother's ass. Same night. Yeah, we definitely talked about the same night was the night. You know, we helped accomplish a, a first feat in his life. I believe we kept that anonymous last time, but it is what it is. Oops. Um, beep. I'll beep it out. It's a reminder. I'll 100% beep it out. Where are we at? To the person that I just mentioned their name. Don't worry. It just got beeped out, but you know that because you just heard it. You know who you are. We yeah. yell an IGGY down the street to come pick you up. Uh, yep. You know <laughs> You know exactly who you are. <laughs> um, and then the last one is um, one about Victoria who's sitting on the couch approximately 15 feet to my left. Do you think it's 15 feet? I'm um, very bad at visual distances. Um, I would maybe 20. Maybe and, 20 feet. Anyways, the beach trip, our collective beach trip, our junior, senior year, where Tyler fell in love. Met my beautiful, weirdest shit girlfriend. Well, you already his. knew her at the time. Uh, yeah, I knew her, but but slightly. How much was it? 15 with her 15 feet. feet. Okay, I appreciate that. We decided to go on a beach trip that summer, Jason. Mm-hmm. Why don't you walk us through it? Okay, so the start of the beach trip, I get picked up from Miko. Miko's driving his, like, mom's Suburban. I'm going to stop you there, Jason. Backtrack a little. We're planning a beach trip. Okay, we're planning a beach trip. Who was in charge of planning it? Was it me? Because I feel like you. It, I'm, you usually plan a lot of the stuff. I'm just like our travel agent, bro. So we got everybody coming. We got our friend Miko driving to Tahoe. And... Before I started about talk about this, we're taking another beach trip this summer. Pretty cool. Didn't really think about it like that. It's kind of like a... Full circle. Full circle. Anyways, beach trip where we're staying in an Airbnb. Um, Tyler slides in my DMs, maybe my text messages, about Victoria sliding in Tyler's DMs. So, I was in a relationship. I broke up. I was on the prowl, Jason. <laughs> I was on the prowl. I wanted me some. And I'm like, hey, this little mamacita look all right. <laughs> <laughs> she slides in my dms and i'm like hey girl what's up <laughs> not at all like this we know each other from before we had classes together i hit you up i'm like aj i know this is a friends beach trip with everyone we've established friends with let me bring this stranger on the trip with us you said should i invite her and i said hell yes yes you should so victoria comes with us yeah, fast forward to that day. We get picked up. Victoria's already picked up. She wakes up late. Never forget it. Really pissed off. I'm like, wow, I invited you. You can't even wake up on time to get ready. If we're looking back on it, Victoria had a very bad start to our friendship. She woke up late, and then she sat next to Riley. So I had to sit next to the girl that I, we were friends with. We'll, rename, we'll remain anonymous. Okay. And <laughs> Victoria sat next to my girlfriend, Riley. So I had to sit next to that girl that Riley hated. Mm-hmm. And... It was very tense. So there was some tension in the Tahoe. I didn't know they were dating. Riley or Victoria did not know me and Riley were dating. Again, newcomer on the friends group trip. That's okay. 
So I say something, I'm like, hey, I need to sit next to Riley. Like, I'm not about to die because I'm sitting next to this. So what do you know? We move seats, and Victoria ends up right next to you, Ty. And what do you do? And what does Tyler do? What did I do? Tyler put his arm around her when she didn't want it. Why not? Consent, Tyler. You you slid into my DMs. I was like, hey, what's going on? Let's talk. That is true. Don't forget what you did before. You dissed me when I came Ooh. back from my... Ooh, Tyler dissed her. What is it called? Cruise? Okay. Oh. Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I'm very... <coughs> this no, no, what? No, we're talking about high school here. We're going to talk about it. Okay. I had another girlfriend before Victoria, believe it or not, (laughs) (laughs) named Morgan. Almost bad there, about to die. I had had a girlfriend. Uh huh. We were beefing. (laughs) We were beefing a little bit. Junior year. I'm like, hey, I don't like this chick. I thought it was sooner than that. It was junior year because I had video productions with your now girlfriend Riley, and she was she Mm -hmm. was kind of friends with both of us. Not really, but mostly me, but kind of her too. Mm -hmm. She had to deal with the middle of this while we were arguing because we had a class together. Me and her broke up while we were broken up. Mm-hmm. I see this little mamacita on Twitter. Start talking to Victoria. Uh-huh. <laughs> she then has the audacity, Jason, to go on a week-long cruise. Wow. And just ghost me. Wow. Okay, I'm really making this seem like her fault. She didn't ghost me. She told me she was going on a cruise and everything. Either way, she has no cell reception during this cruise. In that time... I patched things up with my now ex. <laughs> so I'm back together with the previous girlfriend. I text her, Hey, previous girlfriend don't want me talking to you. <laughs> she doesn't get this till she gets back from her beach trip. Thinking the whole time, like, oh, I'm talking to Tyler. Cruz. Thinking the whole time, oh, I'm talking to Tyler. He's so cool. I can't wait to talk to him when I get back. First thing she gets when she gets off her boat, when her, like, her phone gets all the messages. Yeah, I can't talk to you anymore. I got back with my I've, ex. I've never thought of it that way. She went a whole week in the dark. Yeah. Thinking you guys were like talking while you were like... Yeah. That's rough, Ty. It's rough. Um, but but everything know, happens everything for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Look where we are now. Fast forward to the beach trip. Mm-hmm. So we're talking and everything. Going down to the beach. Go to the beach. I don't really remember much. I remember walking like a mile to go to this burger place with Riley. Um... Of course, there was a fire in the Cajon Pass that day, so we had to stay down the hill. So we got like one freeway that goes to our where we live in the southern, yep. you know, southern California. Unless you want to go all the way around. It takes way too long. Just so happened to be a fire that burnt through, <laughs> and people were on the news getting out of their car, running away from their car <laughs> on the freeway to get away from this fire. Yep. It's going to take us at least four hours, five hours to get home. Yep. We ain't doing that. A very against my suggestion. I wanted to go home. Yeah, you were not happy. I was not happy. I was grumpy as hell. I'll never forget sitting in a Starbucks and Riley's like, why are you grumpy? I'm like, you just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, all that happens. I believe it was one of Riley's cousins. Aunts, Riley's uncles. aunt. We hit her up because we were in the area. Yeah. She offers to let eight random teenagers and her what is it niece. niece. Yeah. Eight random teenagers stay at her house for the night. Yeah. I don't Which, think shout out to Janet. Hey, I don't think I've ever met that woman since then. Shout out to Janet. God I haven't seen her. her in like two years. God bless her. She had a pool. It actually was pretty fun because we had our swimsuit. She had a pool with like a jacuzzi and a diving board. With a, yeah, with a diving board. We had a blast over there. We, you know, we were thinking, oh, we got to find somewhere to stay when uh, freeways burning out. We were having a great time. 
I remember Riley was mad at me for whatever reason. I have no idea why. Oof. Yeah, I just remember jumping off the diving board, competing with Miko, and Riley was mad at me for some reason. Mm, not good. I think, honestly, looking back on it, I think it's because, like, oh, we're going to beep that name out, too. <laughs> we're beeping that name out, too. Um, Staying anonymous. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. <laughs> um, Either way, we end up staying at that house, and we're spending the night there. I am now staying the night with a girl I just started talking to a week prior. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you? I remember you sleeping on one of those center things that you put in front of a couch. Yeah. There was not enough room. We all slept on the couches. <laughs> Tyler was sitting. It was for the. It's for a footstool. A footstool. But it was big enough. It was probably like it three not, feet by in, three feet. I was in fetal position the entire fetal night. Fetal position on this tiny ass footstool. I remember it clearly because it is by far the worst sleep I've ever gotten to this day. <laughs> I know. I didn't sleep good that night either. Me and you get up at like 6 a.m. the next morning. We go on a nice little walk. We're like, hey, everybody, we're tired. We slept bad. Let's go get some coffee. Yeah, we walked to 7-Eleven. I don't even know if you got coffee. I think it just might have been me. I don't remember. Yeah, we walked like a mile and a half to 7-Eleven. Nearly died. Yeah, almost got ran over by a truck. Dude was turning around. I don't think he saw us, and I just see headlights, and I froze like a deer. (laughs) And that could have been it, Jay. If we're looking hindsight here, that could have been it. That could have been. could have been dead, but instead that trip led to my, my beautiful girlfriend and my relationship now. I'm very glad. Wild, wild story, though. I know, dude. Just, I remember that walk to 7-Eleven. For some reason, we were talking about Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. Because, did I talk, did we talk about this on the pod, or did we talk about it outside the pod? I think we talked about it on the pod. Because I was so upset, because I found out Mark Wahlberg had a troubling past. <laughs> yeah, he went to jail or something. <laughs> For, like, hate crime. And I was like, dude, did you know Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> like, it affected me so bad, bro. <laughs> wild uh, time, though. Do you have any other high school memories? I think that's everything for me. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff I'm not thinking of. Um, I remember our last day of high school. I don't. Real sad. I remember we took a selfie. I brought a selfie stick. Took a big-ass group selfie. Oh, yeah. Because I like, taught his fudge in that selfie. Who did? Me. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't go to our senior trip, so I no memories from that. Senior trip. What did we do for our senior trip? Six Flags. Magic Mountain. Why didn't you go to Magic Mountain? Because Riley wasn't going to go and Brandon wasn't going to go. I remember that. That was the awkward. We went on that trip and it was awkward because we were you hanging hung out, out with someone random, right? No, we were hanging out with uh, Eric Jablonski? Jablonski and his girlfriend Valerie who played on the softball team oh. with my ex. Oh. So we were kind of hanging out with my ex and it was very awkward. That's bad on you. Yeah, I guess. They left. We pulled the alpha move. They left. Mm. Not mm. us. Stood our fucking nice. ground. Very, there you go. Alpha <laughs> mentality. Yeah, I didn't do that. We went to Disneyland that day instead with Miko, Darlene, and Brandon. And me and Riley. We're only there for a few hours, I feel like. Or no, Brandon left after yeah, a I few hours. That. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was in French for three years. I don't really remember anything funny about that. Oh, when we stole the sodas in sophomore year. Allegedly. When we allegedly took sodas out of one of our teachers' uh, fridges. And she was like... Look, I don't have proof of who did it, but I'm pretty sure we all know who took these sodas and looked right at me and Tyler. Dares us down because we're in the back corner of the classroom right next, next to the mini fridge. Which she moves by her desk after that yeah, incident. Yeah, uh, not a good time for us, allegedly. Shout out to our Algebra 2 class, though. Because allegedly, you know, she said that if I can't get someone in trouble without proof, but if, anyone, if one person can tell us who did it, 
tell me who did it, I can get them in trouble. Not a single soul stepped forward. Nothing but real ones in that class. It was good. We stole so many sodas. <laughs> Allegedly stole so many sodas. <laughs> we got up. We had to have got up to like two cases by the time it she was, noticed. It was bad. Well, we, we matured since then. We messed up because we would take like two a day or two like every other day for a while. And then one day we took like six. Yeah. We made it very obvious. Yeah. It was, not, it was not hiding. That's like the only time I've ever stolen. I I would agree with that. I'm not... I've done some bad things, but not theft is not. I, one yeah, of them. I don't like I don't like stealing, and it leaves like a sour taste in my mouth. But you know what, Jason? I think we need to come clean. I think we need to buy a couple cases of soda and take it to her one day. Just drop it off with an anonymous note. Be like, we stole your sodas like six years 2012 ago, 2012 or whatever year it was. Dude, she was the same teacher that she was really cool with me after that too. Um, when I lost my graphing calculator, do you remember that whole mm-hmm. crazy instance? I lost a graphing calculator, like a hundred dollars that I rented for her. My junior year, because I needed it for AP Chem, needed it for uh, calculus. I lost it the end of junior year. Like, I just somehow misplaced it. Went in, uh, I think I bought one for cheap or for like 80 bucks. Um, used it, blah, blah, blah. I was going to turn it, turn that one into her as like a, you know, even exchange. Like the second to last day of ju- senior year, the same exact graphing calculator that I lost the year before pops up in Grego's class randomly. The same class I lost in it. Like the person knew, either the person knew they stole it and they were giving it back. Guilty because conscience. I talked to everyone about it. I was like, and it had to have been someone I known. And so maybe it was a guilty conscience. They're like, hey, or karma, they left it. And the reason I knew is because there was like a, there was like a pen mark on the case, like a very specific pen mark. And then the screen had a dead spot, like on the top right corner, like a little dead spot circle. It was the you exact same. Its birthmarks. It was the exact same calculator. That's wild. <laughs> Crazy, right? A year later, and I turned it in. Didn't have to give her mine. That's a major woe, bro. That is a major woe. I'll never forget that. We're I was definitely so stressed a major about podcast. that. We love me. I love me some major woe. I was so stressed about that, bro. Um, a lot of good memories. Yeah. You, you, you got to make good memories in high school. Yeah, speaking of Grego, he was probably my favorite teacher. Just talked to him the other day at a Sultana baseball game. Um, I only went in there a couple times. I didn't have him as a teacher. Yeah. But the couple times I went in there, he was cool. I think he remembered you. I think I mentioned you and he was like, Did yeah, he? I remember him. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, just a lot of... Zizmer was funny our senior year Zizmer. in physics. He was a good um, teacher. I loved Coach Hill. Coach Hill. Oh, my. Hands down. What was the history teacher's name? Simmons? What was the Z? Oh. Z history teacher. Um... Zobeline. Zobeline was great. Oh. We didn't have him at the same time, but yeah. Absolute G. Miss Ardita. We both love Miss Ardita. Yeah, Miss Ardita. we had her at different times. Amazing. I, I see her now, like when I go to Rochelle's like choir things. Uh-huh. We've seen her a couple times, and she'll say hi to us and give us hugs. I don't think she'd recognize me. She does, because she knows both me and Victoria. Yeah. Absolute amazing teacher. Miss Mecklenburg, who you had in at, in college? I had for college. She's pretty cool. She was cool. She gave me a D. <laughs> Like I said, Coach Hill was great. Um, some ones I hated, Miss Chamberlain. I didn't mind I didn't, her. She was tough. Okay, on I shouldn't us. say hate. I never She's hated someone. She's the one who someone. put me on an island. Yeah, but rightfully so. I probably she was cool that though. Island. It was weird. She was like cool, but then like strict at the same time. Yeah, um, she was. She was definitely. We're definitely over. Hard to read. Mister Egan. Mister Egan. R.I.P. R.I.P. We loved him and both hated him at the same time, but he, he definitely hated us. He hated us with a passion, but. I loved that about him. <laughs> I love that he didn't hide his hatred for us. He was the biggest pothead. He would smoke weed with the students. Reportedly, someone told me, maybe it was Victoria, that 
he reportedly asked students for weed or something? Yeah, I believe it. It was very open. Everyone knew. Yeah. Um, history teacher. Not history. English, English teacher. I'll never forget. We had to do a Romeo and Juliet essay. And I, for like the first time ever, actually read it. Actually did a solid essay. Turned it in. And he said, wow, this was actually really good for once. And gave me an A. And it was the most backhanded compliment I've ever received from a teacher. <laughs> I think I got a seat on that same paper. I still passed this class with an A, though. I'm pretty sure that class was fun. We do what was that? Fun run? Yeah, we play fun run. Oh, yep. that was some fun times in that. Playing that thing in the back of that class. Me, you, Sage, and I don't remember Alita, maybe. Yeah, probably. That was fun. I never talked to Sage after that year. It was weird. No, I was friends with her in middle school too, and then she didn't like me because of you. I'm assuming freshman year. Yeah. Why did she hate? Didn't she hate me? Yeah. Why? So I was like, I don't remember. We we're probably dicks. Yeah, I was kind of obnoxiously a dick. Remember when we uh, we turned Dan's backpack inside out, zip tied it, and then fucking and then wrapped it in packaging tape? No, <laughs> yeah, we did that in uh, in our algebra two class with him. I'll never forget that. Sounds about right. Um, but yeah, what about high school tie? How did high did high school? Do you think it prepared you for college in the real world? I will say there's a lot of good things I've learned from high school. Um. Wow, there's a lot more to learn once you graduate, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's good stuff. You know, more life lesson type stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, playing on the baseball team, nothing will... That was huge for me, personally. Yeah. Playing on that team, having that group atmosphere where you're seeing these guys every single day, um, hanging out, going on trips together and stuff, you know. That's that's good. It builds teamwork. Um, yeah. Helps you socialize better so you're not such a fucking loner, which I never well, had that issue people, to begin Some with. people do suffer from that. They, they do, but it helps kind of get out of your shell. Yeah. Um, I will say I still look up how to fill out a check every time I pay my rent. <laughs> a lot of Something, stuff doesn't yeah. show. Yeah, high school, it's kind of, it's good to learn, but it's a lot of bogus you'll never use unless it's something you're going to pursue in your career. Absolutely. Um, I've stood by it. I think English class in high school needs major rework. Um, I've learned more by myself learning on the fly about how to write and how to be a good writer than I did in English class where you were taught a formula how to write an essay and you were taught to think a very specific way and if you didn't think that very specific way you were wrong and stuff that was supposed to be subjective. I understand like grammar and all that but like those analysis papers that was just bogus. Yeah I would agree with that. Um, I do say it helps if you do plan on going to college it helps with other classes history and stuff having just a foundation but there is a lot of it that is, like you said, bogus. It, yeah, it's... And about, like, the social thing, the social aspect definitely helps, obviously. Um, oh, I was... Yeah, that's huge, being around that many people and everything. I was a lot different socially than I was now than I was then, I feel like. I feel like I was a lot more introverted, which you were my friend. You could might say I wasn't, but I feel like in high school I was really, at least on the inside more to myself like i didn't really i would I disagree know. with that because i would say honestly i was much more of an introvert in high school because like like with miko conrad sebastian like a lot of our friends all of became, our friends yeah i'm the founding father you became friends with them and then i was like okay i guess we're friends i with guess them now. yeah i guess i don't know i just feel like i don't know if it wasn't introverted or if it was like a lack of confidence but there was something about high school where i was like i don't know it's a weird time it was the bowl cut man i had a bowl cut you did have a bowl cut that held you back I Once think, you cut your hair, it was much better. Yeah, I think I just felt... I don't know. I remember my freshman year, 
in my French class, they told me I walked like a penguin and that bugged me forever. And like, I tried walking different and like, it was you just dumb stuff like, like that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it was just weird stuff like that. And like, that's kind of the shitty part about high school. But I mean, everyone deals with it. I mean, if being told I have to walk like a penguin is the worst thing I experienced in high school, then I'll take it. There's a lot worse. I'm, I mean, personally, uh, like I said, I talked to a lot of different people in high school. Yeah. Which you're kind of going against what I was saying. I was an introvert, but still, <laughs> I talked to a lot of different people. And so I had a robotics class. Where half the class was very nerdy, robotics, people who were focused on that. The other half was taking it as an elective to dick around. Yeah. I kind of fell into that group. And we pick on people a lot in that class. That's bad. Very bad. I never really picked on anyone. And I feel terrible terrible about it looking back, but I think that helped me kind of mature in a way. Yeah. Looking back at that, like, wow, that was really fucked up. Like, you can't do that to fucking people, you know? Yeah. So it's terrible, but you learn a lot about yourself and who you want to be in high school, I feel like. Yeah. Um, But it's not... I don't know. There's a lot after it. Yeah, it feels... I don't know. It feels feels like... It feels like it just... We just graduated, but it feels like it's been forever at the same time. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy looking back. And, you know, we're three years removed? Yeah, this year's three years from our graduation. That's crazy, dude. I know. I feel like we just graduated. But how much I've grown as a person, and a lot of it's because of high school, but I feel like I've grown so much in these three years, and because of, like, the foundation in high school. And, you know, and, like, we've been really lucky that we still talk to our high school friends, and, you know, we're not, we don't talk to a lot of them, you know. Some of the baseball players, you know, Jesse, and, you know, all them, we don't talk to. Ben, we don't really talk to. We're seeing him this Saturday for the first time in a while. We haven't seen Conrad much, but that's because, you know, he lives, I've seen him at least, but... But that's because of school circumstances, but yeah, we've been lucky to at least talk to each other and stay well, close. We're lucky just in general, I think, with our friend group. I mean, me, you, and Brandon have known each other since fucking fourth, fifth grade. Yeah. You know, we've grown up with each other. And then, you know, we had a Conrad in high school and Miko in high school. Sebastian. Sebastian was school. middle school. Like yeah. Elementary middle. So we've known a lot of our friends for a really long time. Yeah. Not a lot of people get. And we always said like Iggy. Like, we would always be, like, stupid, like, oh, we're Team Iggy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think, looking back on it, I'm not surprised. We kind of are one of few groups to really stay friends. You know what I mean? You think about, like, some of the friend groups, and they kind of grew apart because it was kind of like, you know, like... People change over time and stuff. And there's, you know, Eileen and Karina are still really close. Shout out Karina. She just graduated college in three years. That's remarkable. Oh, that's baller. Um, But, you know, like, out of... All the friend groups, you know, we have like a core four, you know, core five, however many, maybe six. I don't know. I can't count <laughs> um, that, you know, we stay in contact and we stay close and we might not see each other as much because life is life. But we do a lot of, you know, we'll be on Xbox or, you know, yeah. you, we still talk to each other and oh, maybe yeah. not see each other and hang out as much, but we still stay connected. And I would agree. It's not, that's not very common. Yeah. And maybe that's what made high school easier. And a lot of people didn't have that. A lot of people I, had to battle through stuff. That's and, probably why we, you know, love our memories of high school so much is because <laughs> we still hang out with the people that we made a lot of those memories with. But uh, I don't know. Maybe that'll change. You know, once graduate college, what if I move to Oklahoma, Ty? What are we going to do about the pod? I don't ever want to go to Oklahoma in my life, Jason. We're going to have to do a call-in pod. <laughs> <laughs> do Skype. Um, yeah, that's doable. But we're not there yet. But yeah, we're definitely lucky to this point. We still talk to like some of like... Not our super close, but like Dan, you know, we still talk to Dan here yeah. and there and there's still people we stay in contact with. hundred you know, percent. I go to the Sultana homecoming games to cover the football games and I get so many people that come up to me like, what's up, Jason? I'm like, dude, I didn't even, 
realize like you knew me you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah or like uh evan bricker we got coming yeah. this weekend too to hang out with he was on the baseball team with us i we played little league with him when we were in elementary school yeah. and, you know we're not close friends i wouldn't stay but we still talk to people and stuff um, yeah maybe that's what high school teaches you the most i think that a big part of high Social. school is just socializing how to interact with other people and that's part of the reason i think people have an issue with it so much is because socializing is hard it is for a hard. lot of people and you can meet people who are dicks and who can bully you and it's not always easy who can tell you you walk like a penguin <laughs> you know um but it kind of gets that part i think really does prepare you for the real world as yeah. far as you're going to be around other people you're going to be forced to talk to people when you get a job when you grow up and everything um you know and it's going to force you to you got to talk to people you got to be able to socialize and work together with other people in 95 percent of jobs yeah yeah, absolutely. And have fun. High school yeah. should be fun. I mean, I understand the stress of, you know, tests and classes and everything, but like high school should be fun. And it, it it's definitely stressful, especially we were talking, I think before, I think it was before the podcast about a girl we went to school with who absolutely Mano. killed it. Yeah. She also was good at, you know, she communicated and like she, like I said, she was one of those girls, she had like a 4.5 valedictorian, yeah. I want to say. But she still talked to people and had friends and stuff, but she was very focused on her school. Now she's, yeah. you know, going on to do great things. So you got to be able to find a balance. You can still focus on school, but still be able to socialize, you know? Yeah. And I mean, about college, you know, prepares for college. I mean, it kind of prepared me, not a lot. Um, it's kind of weird. I kind of battle the same, battle it more in college than I do in high school. I'm really big loner in college, but a lot of that's just because I'm trying to get there and get out. But I felt a little sad this year because the people I've had had classes with the last two years, they all graduated because I'm like way ahead, you know, not to brag, humble brag. <laughs> and it's like, crap, I finally found people, you know, I wouldn't say I'm friends with them, but I have a few of their numbers and, you know, like it's at least acquaintances, you know, it's not some random person I'll forget. And, you know, I had them for three, four semesters and now they're all graduated and it's like next year I'm going to be the senior taking freshman classes just because I need something to take. And yeah, it's just going to be, you know, because me and Connor, I don't take classes together and so I guess high school is a lot different than college in that aspect. And if you're a high school student listening to this, don't expect college to be like high school. College is a lot more, unless you're living there and you're kind of doing that scene. I think it's very different. So I think there's, you know, you move somewhere and you dorm there and you stay there and you're on campus, you know. It's like a lifestyle, yeah. Yeah, and then there's like you who you go to a university and stuff. Just to get it done. and Just to get, but you commute yeah. there. You don't live there or nothing. And then, like, my experience so far is I, I've gone to a community college where some of the people there actually want to learn. Some of the people are just fucking there to collect financial aid, yeah. you know? And it's it's different. Um, I would say I'm also kind of a fucking loner <laughs> in high school. I, I'll talk to people if I sit by people because, again, going against what I said, I'm, I'm kind of social. Like, I'll talk <laughs> to people. I don't necessarily make friends with them and try and hang out, but I'll yeah. talk, and I'm very easy to socialize with. And so I'll do that, but it's mostly I just focus on my classes. And that might be different if you're going to dorm somewhere. Yeah. And that's if you want the college life, I definitely recommend, you know, dorming or at least living close to campus and embracing that. Because I know a lot of people who do embrace that, you know, and I know Conrad's made a lot of friends and all that, you know, replacing us, you know, a little Dick. sad. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you know, but if you want to just get it done, you know, you can't commute. What people always you know, their mind's blown when I tell them I commute to Fullerton. I'm like, dude, it's not that bad. Like, yeah, you guys not. are just don't, you know, it's not that bad, especially yeah. with the times I leave and I miss rush hour. It's an hour and 10 minutes. Like that's not bad at all. But yeah, I think it, it just depends on what you want out of college too. Cause if you dorm with someone, you're going to meet someone that yeah. you fucking live with that you've never met before. Probably. Yeah. 
Um, you know, and you can be very social and go to parties and stuff, or you can go and, you know, I think one of the things, the reason I kind of am so just standoffish fucking, I go in for my shit. I'll talk to people, but don't necessarily yeah. make friends. I already have friend group. Yeah. I'm like I got people I hang out with and everything. So I just go get my shit done and then I go hang out with you guys afterwards. You yeah. Know? So that might be different for someone who necessarily doesn't have a friend group. That might be where they try new things and experiment and become fucking social. Yeah. They kind of find themselves in college. But I would definitely recommend staying on campus, near campus, if that's what you want out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're not going to get out of it commuting. Like, trust me, you're not. Yeah. And it's just, you know, academic-wise, high school hasn't really taught me much. College is a lot different than high school, um, especially at the university level. A lot of people are scared. Every high schooler is scared of going to college. I mean, I was. Honestly, college has been easier. Um, I mean, for me, I would agree with that. I, like I said, I don't know how it is for the university, but even the community college, I think some of it's more tedious type shit. But yeah, that's what I've noticed. Is community college is a lot more work. Yeah, it's more work, but it isn't harder. It isn't nothing insane. It's just like you know, you're a fucking freshman. You go to your next. You know, you're in whatever algebra. You go to algebra two. Yeah, it's the same shit. You sit down in a class, a teacher teaches something based on stuff you've already known. It's not like you go in and they fucking, you know, you can now hear green. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's university level. It's a lot different. It's just a lot of like, you know, it's not, it's not necessarily like so much tedious work. It's like, okay, you're going to learn this or you're not like, we don't care if you learn this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is definitely an interesting philosophy to have. But I mean, I will say, you know, some of it's more tedious. I took a history class where my entire grade was three essays. That's pretty much like university. Each grade was 33% or each essay was 33% of your grade. Yeah. You did three essays. As long as you passed each essay, you were fine. And that was it. It was an online class. He gave you stuff to read. But all it was was if you can write this essay, you're good. And you didn't read the books. I didn't read the books. <laughs> yeah, that's a typical online class. I've but, been there. Yeah, so I mean, it just depends on what you want out of it. It's nothing crazy that you should be fucking terrified of. I think it's great. Right. Hot, hot tip for those, unless you're taking like a general ed that needs it, like a biology class where it has like questions in the book or a chemistry class, you don't need your books. I'm sorry. I Most of the time, you can look the shit up online. I'm going on three semesters now without buying books, and I'm acing my classes still. It's a lot of the teachers, it's like a requirement to buy books, so they'll buy books, and it's like, okay, this book will help you learn what I'm learning, what you're learning in class, and it's nothing, you know, you're not, and I might be different because I'm going to communications route, you know, journalism, all that, might not really be the same, you know, as like a biology major, we have to learn things by the book and everything, but I don't buy my books anymore. I, I will say, I think that might be something that to look at as far as community versus university because for me i'll get assignments out of the book that's part of your grade part of the tedious yeah stuff. yeah we don't ever get that so you know 15 percent of your grade is book work yeah we don't and i so, haven't taken a class that's book work yeah and that's what i'm saying there's a there is differences between going to university community college you save money but it might be you know less loans and debt but more out-of-pocket shit you gotta buy you gotta buy the books you gotta do all that bullshit and I think a, a big thing people don't, you know, say in high school is because, like, they kind of want to preach the community college route. And there's nothing wrong with going to community college. I have noticed it does not take two years. I'm sorry. Not at all. I'm on year three now, and I probably have another year left. Everyone is like, oh, we just go for two years and then two years. Like, it's going to take longer than two years. So don't expect to be in and out of there two years. Can you do it in two years? Yeah. But how they st- structure their classes and their coursework and their units, like, you're going to either kill yourself to get that done in two years or you're going to, you know live your life and get it done in three, four, which is fine if you're not in a rush. Um, I, I mean, going off of that, 
I placed into a higher math. I was good in math. I did fine in math in high school. Yeah. Do the assessment test. I had to take three math classes to be where a sophomore would be if they were at a university, a second year student. Yeah. So three of my classes were the equivalent of one class at yep. the university. And that's a big thing they don't kind of preach in high school. And then you're going to be there longer. Yeah. And less people are motivated around you. So it's kind of hard. You have to be very self-motivated if you want to yep. get that kind of stuff done in time. Same thing with the university level, though. A lot of people aren't motivated because there's a lot of people at the university, at least the university I go to, you know, Fullerton, because Fullerton's kind of a lesser, I want to say a lesser university, but it's definitely easier to get into. And when I tell people my high school GPA and the colleges I got into, they're like, why did you come here? And I was like, I don't know. I always wanted to come here. A lot of people, you know, are kind of just there for the degree and they don't really care and they don't, you know, they half ass yeah. everything. And it's, it's the same thing. Maybe not to the extent, you know, some people have their parents paying $30,000 if you dorm. That's why I don't dorm. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a lucky situation where my parents, you know, it's three and a half thousand a semester. So 7,000 a year, but I get 2000 off of because of academic scholarships. So I'm in a situation where my parents can afford the $5,000 a year, which I'm grateful for. But there are a lot of kids there that are going there and racking up debt or having their parents pay a lot out of pocket only to not care go there for three years and switch their major and yeah it's bad i I mean it and that's the thing don't go to a university if you don't know what you want to go for i would say well it depends i didn't know what i wanted to go try it take classes and stuff but i would say the other thing you don't have to know what you're going for just go and declare don't force something you know what i mean well i want to go into that much debt for i just go well, no because you can still do your general ed and everything the first two can. years is all general ed so. i guess yeah my biggest thing is just you know people are so focused like they have to go to school they have to do this have to do that you can go and it you know like i said the community college it might take longer it doesn't fucking matter if you graduate in four years or five years when yeah. you get into the real world it's not you know i work and go to school and shit and like yeah it's gonna take me longer than four years to graduate that's fine. Yeah. It really doesn't fucking matter once you become an adult. Like, it, it, it is what it is. You yeah. have your whole fucking life ahead of you. It isn't over when you're fucking 21 and you need to have a career chosen know. and everything. That's but, how I think. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know, some people think that and you can fucking get it done and get it knocked out. Yeah. But it really, it doesn't matter when it comes down to it. If you take an extra year or whatever. Yeah. I agree with that. So, I, I don't know. Like, but I think I would regret it so much if I would have fucking gone to a university for what I wanted to go and I'd change my major and everything. And I would have, you know, racked up that debt if I didn't yeah. have my, you know, like you have your parents well, you can pay for it. People are racking up debt. Well, that's, that's the thing is a, if you are forcing something, I wouldn't suggest going into it with that degree. I would just, you know, go for your general, just go undeclared, you know, like I did. And then, you know, um, not declare your major, you know, once you're ready, but if you have the opportunity to go to university and you can't afford it, your parents can afford it. Like don't let not knowing what to do, keep you from it. You I would know agree I mean? with that. Yeah. Don't dig yourself into a hole, but if you have that opportunity... You don't have to have everything figured out. Yeah, if you have that opportunity, you will figure some of it out. Yeah. So, um, what would you go back and tell yourself, Ty? High school Tyler. I don't Baby know, face man. Tyler. Mostly just quit dicking around as much. <laughs> I mean, I, I really... You know, I had a good time, and I, I don't regret that at all, but I could be at a university right now if I didn't dick around as much. I think you still could have made it. I, still, I think you could have gotten to San Bernardino, maybe. That's what I'm saying. I could have done it. You know, nothing crazy. Yeah. But even I, I, with I your dicking smart. around, I think you could have made it to San Because a lot of my stuff in high school was I would not do any of the homework and then ace <laughs> the tests in high school. Yeah. So my grades were fine, which means, you know, I knew the shit and everything. I just didn't do the work. Yeah. Do the work. Yeah. 
Do you have time to do the work and have fun? Yeah, you did. I didn't do it. And I regret it. My dad's probably laughing right now listening <laughs> to the podcast. Um, yeah, what, what do you think? I don't know, man. I've I've thought about this before. Um, I was really... I mean, I'm still a very stressful person. I stress a lot more than I should. Probably tell myself not to stress so much. I think that um, is a big one. Because there's a lot of stressing in high school and stuff. And but it's not worth it. I tell myself that now and it still doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, don't be so worried about what other people think i guess no i i don't know if i really cared about other people think of course i did to an extent but i don't know don't let people take advantage of you i had a lot of people in high school who were friends with me because i was smart and then as soon as you know high school ended it was like oh yeah let's not talk to you anymore because i can't copy the answers off you anymore that's fair which kind of sucked but i think it's just like i don't know trust yourself trust you know you love what you love and just chase that don't and I'm happy, you know, I wouldn't, I don't have to tell myself this because I didn't fall into it, but you know, don't, don't go into something you don't love just because you're good at it. You know, like engineering, respect to anyone that wants to do engineering, you know, Conrad, I don't know who's doing it. I would have hated my life. And all my teachers were like, why are you not doing engineering? Like you're dumb for that. Like you got a five on the AP calculus exam. Like I was like, dude, I'm not, I, I'm good with numbers. It doesn't mean I want to do that for my life. And I'm happy I didn't make that mistake. Kind of where I ended up. I was like, I'm good at math. I guess I'll try out engineering and I've changed that decision. Yeah, it's like you got to chase, you know, and I think it's not necessarily what I tell myself, but what I would tell anyone is just chase what makes you happy and you'll find something, you know, I mean, obviously there's a fine line and you got to be realistic. You know, if movies make you happy, then you got to accept the reality that you're going to have to move to LA and you're going to have to rack up debt and you're going to have to be an unpaid intern at some movie set and mop floors and work your way up. And maybe one day you'll be a rigger. Maybe one day, you know, yeah, or go to film school if you have that kind of money, like it's not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination, but do what you want. Yeah, you only get you only get to live once. YOLO. You only live <laughs> once, baby. That's the motto. YOLO. And just, you know, don't... And you could find happiness elsewhere. You don't have to necessarily chase what you love in high school, and that means you won't be happy in the future. But I definitely think that a lot of people don't chase what makes them happy because of financial reasons or because of, you know, external pressure. And I just think that sucks, you know? Being someone who... I had no idea what I was going to do, and I still honestly don't know what I'm going to do. It's just like, at least I know I'll do something I like. And, you know, like money's awesome, and I hope I make good money, and I hope, you know, I'm well off. But if I'm not, you know, as long if I'm comfortable and, then, and I'm happy in my job, that's all I can ask for, you know? I think that's what it comes down to. Don't chase the money. Chase what you're going to enjoy doing that can provide for you. And if what you enjoy doing is also money, and if what you that's enjoy is money, yeah, that's great. Then, you know, go for that. You that's know? a sweet little golden zone, but don't make money the number one priority of, well, I guess I'm going to do this because they make $100,000 a year. Yeah. Don't do that because it's going to be miserable. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, don't rush. A lot of people rush, rush to grow up. I mean, I'm in, I'm kind of in a rush, but now that I'm here, a year away from graduating and having to start my life. Like I wish I was three years away, which I could be if I just delayed my education. Um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm good. <laughs> at the same point, I don't want to live with my parents till I'm 23. And I guess I could move out now. Um, I easily could, but I don't know. Just don't, don't be in a rush and just do what you like. You know, I would agree with that. Just kind of trust yourself. Yeah. I've made a lot of bad decisions. A lot of things I regret in high school. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even say regret a lot of things. <laughs> Looking back, that weren't necessarily <laughs> smart, but I, I don't regret any of them because they've yeah. led me to here, you know? Like that stuff I was talking about with Victoria before, <laughs> you know? Was it terrible in the moment? 
Yes. Did I do her dirty? Yes. But maybe it's a good thing because if you didn't mess that up, maybe you guys would have dated, but then you would have messed it up a little bit down the road and then that wouldn't have led to the beach trip and wouldn't have led to now. You know what I mean? Exactly. Everything's going to happen. However it falls in place, it's going to fall Because you would have messed place. it up. I would have messed it up. I was, <laughs> you know, I was stupid when I was younger. I've matured a lot since high school. And I know it would have been very bad if we dated, <laughs> you know, if me and her were dating freshman year. Um, That's funny. <laughs> you just, just find a balance. That's the best thing. Don't be afraid to go out and have a good time. Yeah. But also don't do it all the fucking time. <laughs> and like, listen to people, take advice, but you know, don't, it's hard because I, I'll just never forget when I was on the golf team. And I still had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And, like, I remember I was talking to Sweeney, the coach of the golf team. And he's like, well, Jay, what do you want to do? You're, he's like, you're the smartest one here, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you got a bright future ahead of you. What do you want to do? And, ironically, this is what I've now fallen into. At the time, it was just an idea. And, like, it kind of left my mind because of this. But I was like, I don't know. I was kind of thinking maybe doing, like, something like the sports media, you know, maybe work for a team or do something, you know. Something like that. And I remember he was just like, that's stupid. Don't do that. Like, you're way too smart for that. That's a dying, you know, don't, that's hard to get into, blah, blah, blah. Don't do that. And I was just like, yeah, you're probably right. And I never really thought about it until I started writing for fun. And then it turned into a job about it. But just, you know, take advice, but don't let it, you know, change your mind. And, but accept the reality that some things are hard to get into, you know, going into something, expecting it to be easy and expecting to succeed isn't going to lead you need to be scared of failure because if you're not scared of failure, then you're going to fail. You know, that's what drives me the most is failure is my biggest fear. We talked about podcast ideas and we said biggest fears and Tyler said dying. And I laughed <laughs> because like, I'm honestly not scared of dying, which is sounds weird. Like I am, I don't know. I have fucking moments, metal, bro. I have moments like death scares me, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's going to happen. So why, why dread it? But Fear is probably my biggest, you know, and this is going to get a little sappy. And if my mom's listening, like, I don't know, my parents were always kind of so hard on me growing up. Not necessarily hard. They were never really super hard, but like expected a lot out of me. And so my biggest fear was always kind of like letting them down, letting the people I love down. And, you know, it's just, that's what makes me so busy and what drives me. I think it's good to be scared of fear. I think I would tell high schoolers to be scared of failure because a lot of people just accept it. And it's going to happen. Don't kill yourself if you do fail. Oh, yeah understand how you could turn it into a positive you know but still scares me i mean i failed last week you know with that job i could have had but i said fuck on twitter six years ago and didn't get it fuck on twitter yeah i know my dad i understand the reasons my dad's number one thing is he didn't want me being a construction worker yeah he's me and him have had a lot of conversations about that construction worker (laughs) i know he hates it yeah he hates it but i mean i'm still focused on what i want so i i wouldn't necessarily even call that a failure i make good money yeah but it's still not my end goal the end game the end game <laughs> yeah, um, i mean you're what 21 and that's what i'm saying I, I know a lot of people have the mentality where it's got to be now got to be now but i got time you do have time ty that's all good i got a place of my own I'm going to school doing what i fucking want i didn't force myself into the major that i wasn't going to be happy doing and you know what if that's going to take a little bit longer then fuck it yeah you got time and you got a beautiful support system of victoria and parker and parker mvp parker our mascot of the podcast who gets put in the crate when we record because <laughs> he's too loud um yeah man graduation was fun though i don't really remember much from graduation i just remember I like, right afterwards going on like the trips and everything and prom prom was fun i like fly as fuck prom yeah you were looked all right white and gold uh, right uh, it was white black and gold it looked good 
<laughs> okay. Me and Riley got in a big fight at prom. Ugh, I remember that. And she like threw her floors on the ground in front of some lady, and some lady looked at me like, "Is she okay?" And I think I we like, got in a fight at prom too. No, I think we did. I know you. I love you. You're a little crazy. We got in a fight at prom. We didn't get in a fight. It was like we the didn't last get in a fight. It was the last, the last song. song they played. The last song. They, I'm just repeating so the listeners can hear. Oh. The last song that they played was a Bruno Mars song. It was it was about like missing someone. You know I what it is? Know. He doesn't know what it is. I think it was earlier than that. No, it wasn't. And it was a Bruno Mars song. And it was like the stupidest, stupid, slowest, slowest song. song. You know how they always play slowest grenade? Song? No, I would catch a grenade for you. Yeah, yeah. Throw my hand on a blade for you. Jump in front of a train for ya. <laughs> you know my mom listens to the podcast on Friday, so you're probably going to listen to it. But now you're with another man. Yeah. Okay, what is the point? I, I should have bought you flowers. Should have held your hand. Like, you this you're should've making this up. Gave you all my I swear hours. everything, because every time I hear that song, so, I turn it off. <laughs> so you got mad that he was singing it? I like Bruno Mars. Oh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Me and Riley got in a fight. I don't remember why. We didn't get in any other fight. I think we did earlier in the day. I I love you. You're crazy. I'm sure we did. I swear. I vividly gone. remember this. You have the worst fucking memory You ever. do have a bad memory, Ty. I vividly remember this. You had one thing on our list of high school memories. <laughs> <laughs> Prom was cool. I don't remember. I think she was like trying to not hide something from me but she didn't want someone to tell me something oh she lost something <gasps> i never forget yeah she lost <laughs> something what uh, not just that lo- just losing something on prom night <laughs> she lost something but then she told tyler not to tell me and tyler told me and i was like right what the fuck like why are you trying to not wow way to fucking throw me under the bus jay and uh I was like, I wasn't mad that she lost it because she didn't want me to know. Because I think she lost her shoes or something. No, because she threw her shoes. She lost something. And I was like, I don't care that she lost it. Like, why are you trying to hide stuff from me? Like, do you think I'm like some evil guy? And then she like freaked out. And yeah, we both matured. Everyone grows up from there. What about prom? The buses at prom. Oh, I don't even. I just remember your dad was beefing uh, with Lugo. Well, I got into it with Lugo, and then he got into it with Lugo. Because the buses were like delayed or something, right? Yeah, they were delayed. We didn't get to prom till we were like three hours late. I remember, yeah, that's stupid. I remember that. Um, but after high school, I mean, I've, that's another thing I would tell people: like, if you have the money, which is hard because you know money's tight for a lot of college students, but if you have the money to travel, I definitely recommend traveling. It's oh, been the 100%. greatest thing I've done. Um, what what, what was that? Right after senior year, right? Mm-hmm. Me and Victoria took a road trip all the way up to Seattle, road up the coast. Trip. We went all the way up the coast, stopped, looked at everything, and I, I still fucking vividly remember that trip. Yeah. It was so much fun, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. Do it right now. You know, once you, you know, I moved out now. I have my own place. I have rent and bills and shit. That's why I'm kind of hesitant to move out. Which sucks. I could still do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was so much easier right after you move out if you're still lucky enough to live with your parents and you do have a job, you can save up a little bit of money. Me? Fucking travel. I mean, yeah. You're going to spend that money on something stupid, on something, you know, an item that you're going to forget about in a couple of years. You're going to go out to A $1,500 laptop. My laptop's badass and you know it. (laughs) Um, You know, go and travel. See the world while you can. You know that $1,500 could have paid for like a Hawaii trip? Uh, Probably not. That's a lot. Or a ring on Victoria's finger? I could have. 
I always, every time Riley mentions <laughs> the ring, just it pushes back a year. I like that strategy. Except I wouldn't be getting married till I was like 55 <laughs> at this point. <laughs> no, but yeah, like I've, I mean, I've, I went to Disney World. I'm going to New York and Boston. Did, you know, trips to San Francisco and Phoenix and just, it's just cool. Traveling's cool. Seeing the world and might go to Hawaii in November. Yeah, bitching. I'm excited. I'm a golf. To go to Hawaii. I didn't pay for it, but I got to go to Hell Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we might be taking a cruise this year in July. Hell yeah. Go check out Mexico. Cancun? No, Cancun's way know. down there. No, probably uh We're gonna take a cruise. Puerto Ensenada. Vallarta. Ensenada. Isn't that just like a three dayer? I think. I don't remember. I think Catalina. The, I think the week one is Puerto Vallarta. Definitely I think definitely travel though. If you have the opportunity. Never been on a cruise. I wish I would have traveled more. I haven't either. I think I'm gonna get seasick. I don't think you uh, you're kind of a wuss. Yeah. Your stomach's kinda weak. <laughs> Um, I kind of want to go on a cruise. They're just very expensive. Are you guys buying it or are you going like with family? They're actually not that expensive. Really? We were going to do it for our anniversary. Oh. We were going to do it last year, but you had to be 21. Oh, yeah. See, I couldn't go on a cruise anyways. Well, I don't drink. Well, you still had to be 21. How, but there's kids on the cruise. Yes, but the adults are there with the kids. Okay, Victoria would be the adult and you'd be the kid. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> but now we can go this year. That's good. That'll be dope. It'll be. How about I, you just... I wish I would have traveled more when I, you know, still live with my parents even. Should have. Should have. Take out a personal loan, fly to Florida, and do one of those week-long cruises to Europe. What you need to do after you graduate high school, buy a motorhome, and sell your cell phone, sell all of your possessions, and live off the land. Live... Don't... <laughs> yeah. That's our ultimate advice. You don't need college. You, you don't, don't need a job. You don't need anything material. You don't need a house. You need a motorhome. You need a place to transport you well, across to, this great country to live a, off the land. They need to pay for gas. No. No, you don't even need to make gas. Live <laughs> off the land. <laughs> make your own oil drill. Buy an electric car and a solar panel. An ele- oh, interesting. Live off the sky and the land. Live off the sky. Go toward this beautiful country of ours. God bless America. Maybe try drugs. Become a hippie. Uh, I don't think that's good advice. I was just trying it. Trying, you were trying drugs? Trying to give the advice. That's probably like top five worst advice you can give is do drugs. Do meth. That's probably one of the worst drugs to suggest. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler Wooten, the man who says he wants to try everything once. Not meth. <laughs> Not meth? <laughs> Not meth. <laughs> Tyler, we're reaching our our usual end time. Our podcasts are always like identically That's, timed. You know, unintentionally. You got anything else? I don't. I think it was a fun little new thing. Let us know what you talk. guys thought. A little deep talk if you like more of a segments or just just nice little combo. We teased a giveaway last week that we didn't even tweet. Yeah, we're going to do that this week. Hands up. I'm the only one that tweets on our account, though. I literally just <laughs> tweeted before you got here. I know. I know. I'm just teasing you. I will fight you. you, bro. I'm just teasing. This is how Within the Lines ends. I don't think it, this could ever end. I we're too either. close to friends. Even if we made like millions of dollars and there was like a legal dispute, I think we just settle it like men. That's, Maybe like a boxing good. match. I'm glad that's what you think. That's kind of bad. <laughs> You're going to scam me out of millions? Do we really have sponsors and you just haven't been telling me? <laughs> like, And Jason's going to the bathroom and while he's in the bathroom, uh, supported by... <laughs> let, let me tell you about Geico. <laughs> no, this was fun. It was. It was a good time. Let like us know what you talks. think, everybody. Follow us on Twitter because... Like I said, our Avengers podcast got really good views. I think you said that off off the mic. Either way, our Avengers podcast got really good views. I don't know if we uh, mentioned our Twitter on there. 
within the lines pod at within the lines pod youtube channel eventually we'll have something we're up. Gonna, uh, every week we every say week it. we're gonna say it it might eventually end up there just saying i might start a solo series on my diamond dynasty i have some pretty good reactions mom if you're still listening you can vouch for these good reactions <laughs> i get very angry and it makes for good content we'll see what happens but everybody you have a beautiful day and be a good friend Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.